Hey peeps, um, I haven't done an episode in two days so I thought I'd jump on today. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what exactly to cover today but I think I'm going to talk about abuse and how how it affects people. Um, and I think all of, I, I want to remind everybody who listens to my podcast, thank you, I've had loads of people actually give me good feedback about it, and I'm happy that you guys like it, and I think the main feedback that I got is natural and it's raw, and so hence, I think I'm going to keep it that way, so you're going to come a lot across a lot of podcast episodes where it's like I've got a story within a story within a story, but apparently, I think that works because I think people get to relate to everything and I just want it. I just want it to be natural. I don't want to. This is not for any hype. This is not for money. This is not for anything. This is just to, just to talk to people who, or resonate or relate to people who probably have gone through the similar stuff but cannot voice their thoughts, cannot voice their mind, cannot voice what they're thinking, and they need that little oomph that, you know, I want to bring like the words that are inside me. If that makes sense. Um. Mm, when I say that I want to talk about abuse, there's different types of abuse. And abuse comes in many forms. A lot of people, like in my previous one of my episodes, I did self-discovery. Someone asked me today, if someone like changes and reflects on themselves and changes their bad behavior, changes their actions, do you give a second chance to the person? I I said, I responded, I said, yeah, you can. You can give a second chance to that person, but you won't be able to see that person in the same light. To whoever says, and I'm like serious, dead on serious about this, if you are godly, religious or whatever, Feel free to say, no, we look in the light of God and we can, we won't, no, we forgive. No, I don't believe in that. Because reality is, the person who's abused you, or the person who said things about you while you were struggling, or while you were going through something, or while, even if you weren't going through anything, and they just randomly come into your life and they're just like, fucking your vibe up, and they're just talking shit, and you, you know you're a good person. And they fix their behaviour, I don't know, years or whatever, months down the line, they fix their behaviour, they realise and they go on an epiphany moment of self-discovery. And then, you know, they reach out and say, I am sorry, and whatnot. You can forgive them. You can give them a second chance of being a person, of being a good person. But you won't forget how that person made you feel. Or how they made the environment for like people around you feel. You won't forget that. So no matter what you say, whether you say, Oh yeah, I've forgiven. Trust me, I've been there, I've done that. I've I've been in those situations where I've been abused and you know, it's taken me a moment. But I've forgiven. I've forgiven and I've accepted. That everyone has faults in them. Some have serious, some don't. It, it's just we're different. But I don't forget. So, 
trust is something that comes along whether it be any 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 relationship be a mum dad your family siblings friends boyfriend girlfriend husband wife children anybody trust is a big 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 thing very big it's not to be taken lightly so when someone does you wrong or someone bullshits on your parade do not turn around and say to me that oh yeah i forget oh trust me i've been there darling i've done it i've forgiven but you're not going to forget you're never going to look at that person in the same light you're still in the back of your head you're going to have that memory no matter how much you want to suppress it no matter how much you want to say nah that memory is going to be there and you are it's an instinct it's if someone wants to really research into it it's, look i'm not qualified i'm not a doctor i'm not a scientist i'm not but if you research into it our brain no matter how much we want to suppress something no matter how much we don't want to acknowledge something it is there in the back of our mind so just remember this when you go and give a second chance to someone just tap into your mind and say are you going to look at that person the same way because the moment that person fucks up again and sometimes they don't sometimes they stay on the right path but most of the times most of the cases the person reverts back something just triggers them and they revert back to that normal state of bitterness and hate and all of that good stuff so when they do that your mind at that moment is going to i knew your mind is automatically there's going to be a voice inside your brain saying i knew this was going to happen even though you've forgiven them and you've moved on and whatever and you're good and everything's good the moment that trigger happens, the moment that person changes, you are automatically inside your brain. Don't tell me otherwise. Say, I knew this was going to happen. And you kind of you kind of get used to it. So what I'm trying to say, you never look at that person the same again. Um, one of the, in my, in my experience, one of the worst worst abuse one of the worst forms of abuse and a lot of people do this is they play victim they have this victim mentality and this is for everybody you can be the person the opposite spectrum of receiving the abuse or you could be the person giving the abuse doesn't matter because trust me my experience in my life with everything that i've been through i have been at moments where i've played the victim and i've been like why is this happening to me you're doing this to me why are you doing this to me i'm a good person i'm blah blah we've all done it we've all been in that mind frame okay but there's playing victim and then being the victim you have to differentiate between these two because there's a very big difference playing the victim usually is the person who refuses to look within themselves and take a step back and take a moment back and say there's something i'm doing wrong and there's trust me every person has this little conscience inside them where they're like yeah i'm fucking up i'm fucking up I'm, i need to do the right thing normal people okay and the one who is the victim they usually sit and blame themselves they don't look at the abuser they don't think of oh this person is they get yeah they do think they're getting hurt but then they blame they question themselves when you are questioning yourself when you are literally like i am not worth this and blah 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 i'm i he's right or she's right i'm not i'm not this and i'm not that i'm i'm a horrible person trust me 
trust me, 100%, when you are sitting in that moment and you are blaming yourself and you are questioning yourself, you are the victim. The person who plays the victim will never blame themselves. They will never take accountability of their actions. They will never take accountability of what they're saying. They will just say it, say it, keep on saying it. Because the more they scream, the more they say it, the more, the louder the voice, the more, it's like standing in a supermarket and watching a Karen go off. Everyone is going to look around and look at the Karen. And majority of them are going to go with the Karen. They're going to be like, yeah, Karen's right. The minority are not going to understand the, the, the staff member or whoever she's being Karen to. They're not going to understand that person or what that person is going through. They're not going to care about that person. Because the loudest person is the one who gets the spotlight. The person who isn't loud doesn't really get the spotlight. And they choose not to speak back. Some out of fear. Some because they're exhausted. Some because they just don't give a fuck anymore. And... Mm, the saddest part is what what is really really affecting what people need to realize is physical abuse is bad trust me physical any physical abuse any person getting hit there's women that hit men and there's men who hit women so it's 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 all over i don't care what you identify as trust me these videos are not based on just gender that i don't care what you identify as but physical abuse is bad i agree but mm, but sorry i am smoking guys so this is where you're going to get the little pauses but what's worse is mental abuse and people think, oh, no, mental abuse is nothing. And he just said a bunch of words or she said a bunch of words and it's fine. We can get it. Don't let the words affect you. No. Never, ever, ever say that to someone who's been through mental abuse. You know why? Because if we go into the scientific or we go into the medical of this, I'm, again, I'm not a qualified person, but this is from my experience and common sense. That's something that I've learned along, along the way of my life and my experiences and my abuse that I've had, you know, is is the fact that when you say something, this is why, you know, a lot of spiritual people, a lot of people say you should be very careful. You should think before you speak. Physical abuse can heal. It's outer abuse. It's marks. It's bruises. It can heal. Trust me, I'm not saying it does not change you. Of course it changes you. Of course it's detrimental to you. Definitely. 100% sorry, percent. I don't know why I said percent, but anyways. 100%. But mental abuse is something that scars you for life. And I don't care how much therapy you've been to. I don't care how much you pick yourself up. I don't care how much you say, no, I'm a better person. In the back of your mind, it changes your perspective of life. It changes your perspective of trusting others. It changes your perspective of viewing others. And it's a common thing. The day you understand this is the day you kind of understand your mentality, your mental health, and your personality, your character. You understand. If you do not still understand and you're pushing through and you're saying, no, 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 no the words didn't get to me. No, it didn't affect me. No, I'm still... One, yes, you're still hoping and kudos to you for doing that. But you're not really addressing yourself. You're not addressing the emotions and the feelings behind that came with those words or that mental abuse. 
And we can name it in whatever form we want. We can say narcissistic, we can say manipulator, we can say gaslighting, we can say toxic, we can say all of that. One thing I'm adamant, which I, I wish people would do, is learn the word toxic. There's a difference between being toxic, there's a difference between having toxic traits, there's a difference between... There's a big difference how you word term, uh, term or how you word the how you interpret the word toxic. Now, we live in a world where we think perfection is everything, where we want someone to be perfect. And the moment they're not perfect, the moment that we see a slight angle, you know, anything, we say, "Oh, they're toxic." No. No, no. Understand. Don't brush off the whole personality and a character of someone just because of their one act of saying they're angry or whatever, and you say, "Oh, they're toxic." No. Toxic is when you keep on doing the same cycles, the same thing, and you are affecting the other person mentally, emotionally. You are affecting them, and you are draining their energy. And I would say this mostly: it can be in any relationship, anything, anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be in related, like a husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, partnership. It doesn't have to be in that. It can be your parents, it can be your siblings, it can be your friends, it can be anybody, any relationship you have. And I would emphasize on the fact, if you look at the person who's actually been a victim of toxic behavior or toxic abuse or has been a victim of gaslighting or manipulation and whatever, once they realize and they do that self-discovery, once they take time out for themselves, you will see a whole different person. You will see them physically attractive, like they will glow the fuck up. And the attention that they get from people, because not only have they glowed up physically where they're looking good, right? But with that, their energy is so high that they attract everybody around them and everybody wants a piece of them. And when that person glows up, they realize whoever was mean or whoever was affecting them, they had drained their energy. And once they move out of that scenario, that box, they realize themselves, damn, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. That, that, that self-love just comes in and just pours within themselves. So before you say, oh, someone had, was toxic because either they flipped out on something, understand why they were toxic. What? caused them to be angry understand your behavior at the same time understand your words that you were using we say be careful the words you use because saying to someone let's get let me give you an example saying oh your body is this oh you're ugly those have a very detrimental effect on someone not everyone but there is someone out there that will literally it will affect them mentally and they will look at themselves in the in, in the mirror and their confidence will just go down they'll be like it will ring in their mind and they're like, well, this person said this to me. They might get over it, but it's still going to be in the back of their head 10 years later that they're going to remember and say, yeah, there was this one time that person did call me ugly because that will stick to them. It, no matter what you do, it will stick to that person. A lot of people play this play the victim mentality where it's like they're dishing out what they can, but they will never face what they're doing. They will never have a self-reflection moment and say, 
oh fuck, you know, my behavior affected someone. My behavior, my words or my mentality actually hurt this person so much that they, that they, that their perspective at life changed. Their opinion of life changed. They started being cautious with whoever they let in. Nobody, they, they, they don't understand that. They don't, they can't do that because they don't have empathy, empathy, they don't have compassion. They're just unable to look at themselves. So before you go and say, oh, maybe I am playing the victim mentality. Maybe I'm the toxic one. Maybe I'm the, no, no, there's a big difference between these two. The moment, the day you start questioning yourself is the moment that you were the victim. A victim mentality will never question themselves. They will always put their good side or the things that they did out of goodness, they'll put that up on a high value and say, oh no, I did this, I did this, I did this, I did this. And the person who's actually victim, they will never say, I did this, I did this. No, no, they'll say, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm this. You know, you're right. They will, they will blame themselves, question themselves. And in that mindset, some people survive it it's very sad it's a very sad what i'm gonna say some victims survive that abuse and they move on and they do the self-discovery and they're able to embrace and self-love themselves and pour that love within themselves and pick themselves up and become a better person and they reevaluate their choices their life decisions and everything then there's some victims that actually succumb to the hatred and the bitterness where it becomes a cycle for them where they go into that state they after they've come out of the state of questioning themselves they go into the dickhead mind where it's like you know what everyone's inflicted this pain on me everyone said this about me i'm gonna turn around and i am gonna be a dickhead a lot of people do that a lot of victims do that and it's sad then there's those victims that actually do not make it physically they end up blaming themselves so much that they refuse to see the opportunities, the good people, the chances that are thrown their way. And they end up killing themselves. And it's sad. It's very sad. They succumb to their mental health. They succumb to the world. They succumb to the abuse. And it's sad. It's very sad. But the people who play victim mentality they will go to the next person and they will repeat the cycle they won't care and you know what's bad the one who plays the victim mentality that never look at themselves they will dish out and they will say oh yeah this person in my past did this 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 while i did this 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 for them and that's just to get the other person to be to to praise them to validate them because again they're unable to self-validate self-evaluate they're unable to look in with themselves because they don't have enough self-love they've not been they don't they can't heal they can't they can't um process emotions or understand themselves they're the abusers who do not look at their abuse in a wrong way they they think they're right so I believe in second chances. I believe in reform. I believe in forgiveness. But I don't believe in forgetness. I don't believe that you can forget. You never forget. And this is something that I've accepted. And I think a lot of people who are who can be inclined with me or relate to me. Just ask yourself one question. 
when you were in school, do you remember the kids that bullied you or picked on you or made fun of you for one little thing? I'm damn sure you remember that till this day. That's how you know you don't forget abuse. Your mind will never forget abuse. And what I would like you to do when you, when you do that, when you remember that moment, I want you to think really hard and question, did that change your perspective on life and people and how you view people? Or any point in your life where you have been in that predicament of being abused or being in that situation where someone's throwing dirt on you. Maybe you've forgiven, maybe you've moved, maybe they've changed, they've, they're a total, complete, good, better person and they've done everything. They've done their healing. But have you forgotten? Again, ask yourself, when you interact with people, future people, in the back of your subconscious mind, do you not think, does these thoughts not pop up? Can I trust this person? Is this person being real? Is this person lying? You ask yourself these questions. That right there is telling you you have never forgotten. Your that one moment of abuse or multiple moments of abuse changed your perspective on people. Yes, you got over it. Yes, you saw you you were a better person to have that hope and still, you know, look at the goodness in the world. And kudos to you for doing that. But for someone, and I, and I, I cannot emphasise this enough, for people to say, oh, you'll get over it. Oh, this person has changed. Oh, you know, it, there's hope in the world. Yes, I know there's hope in the world. I know if I am the person with a good heart and all of that, there's plenty others like me. I'm not the only one. I wasn't born special. I'm not the epiphany sent messenger from God. Okay, I'm, I'm none of that. I know there's other people out there, but it's very rare. And the good people out there, they're the most guarded people. They're the most, they will do anything to keep their peace. And they will do anything to stay away from drama, stay away from toxic people. But unfortunately, sometimes we do fall back in the trap because, again, we we go through this mindset where we're like, yes, okay, we haven't forgotten, but maybe this person, you know, maybe I'm tainting my past with my reality. Maybe I'm doubting, maybe, you know, whatever. And we end up giving a chance to person. And then, again, we get hurt. And it's fine. I say it's fine because... You will bounce back from it. Take your time. But you are going to bounce back. You know it in your heart. You will bounce back. You're resilient. Because you remember the last time you had it. The last time you were abused. Last time someone mentally triggered you. Last time someone said shit about you. It took you a little while. But you got over it. And this time round, it might take you a little bit longer than the last time. Or even it might take you quicker than the last time. But you will bounce back. And you will be okay just take your time take it step by step take it day by day do what you have to do for you to heal but it's just i look at the world and i look at the people and i look at the fact that people do not understand that mental your mind your character your personality the things you like the choices you make the taste buds you've got the the food you like the 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 the, the you know the thing that just 
is all through your mind it is all your brain working it is your personality there's parts in your brain that you know okay i like this and it triggers now oh, i like this and i like this but then you know when there is a part in our brain where we look at other people and when we're being abused or mentally something has affected us or it doesn't incline with our personality we have a very we change our perspective when we look at someone and I think abusers or people, the people who think, play the victim mentality, really, you need to stop. You need to stop thinking, playing that victim mentality where it's just like you're blaming, blaming, blaming. Yet you're not having a look at what your actions or behaviors are doing or what, you know, what you're saying is incredibly detrimental to someone. You are not helping. You're not being healthy. And you do need to say, take a step back and self-evaluate. You need to realize what your toxic patterns are. I'm not saying every toxic person or every mentally abusive person is bad. There's, there's good in people. There are potentials in people. Unfortunately, they succumb to the life. They succumb to, you know, whatever's happened to their past, their trauma, their problems, their issues. They succumb to it and then they project it because they can't take a moment out and heal themselves. They can't take a moment out to look at themselves because it's scary for them. It's fearing. It's... Uh, absolutely ter you know terrorizing for them to just sit down and have a look at themselves they can't do it and so they project it on the people that are strong enough they've overcome they've 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 fought so today if you take anything away from this this episode please be careful what you say to other people think twice what you say to other people because your words can affect someone your words can make or break someone your words can trigger someone your words can literally affect someone so much that they go down to the suicidal path and nobody and trust me it's not attention seeking it is not emotional blackmail there is there's two types of suicides in this world one where you won't even know and the person is going to go and do it and they don't you'll hear it once they've done it and that moment it will hit you because you'll be like fuck i wish i never said this and the next is we call it secondhand suicide where that person doesn't want to take the blame for that suicide they don't want people to look at them and say, oh yeah, well, I was right all along, this person is selfish, and look, they couldn't, they couldn't handle it, so they, they, they gave up on life. No. Secondhand suicide is the fact that we don't, we don't want that pain. That person doesn't want that pain, but they want to live a life, they want to be happy, but they don't want that pain because they can't take it anymore, they've had enough of that pain. There's a difference, big, big, big difference. And this is not just for people who don't have responsibilities. No, no, this can be parents. This can be single parents. This can be anybody who has responsibilities too. You are human. You are validated. Like, seriously, do not sit there and think I'm a mum, so I have to be fucking strong for my kids. Yes, be strong for your kids. But, bitch, if you are going through something, take time out. If you have that support, take your kids to that support and then come back and sit and take a moment and breathe breathe if you know someone who is a parent who's got who has responsibilities and is going through so much tremendously help them that's all they need is just help talk to them take that responsibility off their hands for a few 
and let them breathe, let them come back, let them calm down, let them be a human. Because it's not fair. It's not fair for people to say, oh no, uh, because you've got responsibility, because you've got this, you have to pick yourself up, you have to keep on going. Do you not understand how is that person supposed to keep on going when they don't take time out for themselves? So, secondhand suicide comes hand in hand where it's like, we would think, okay, what am I going to do with my life? Like, either they become, they succumb to an addiction, smoking, drinking, drugs, whatever it is, too much partying, too much TV, binge watching, or whatever. There's some, some sort of addiction that they keep on doing every day, every day, or an illness, like, they will take on a serious addiction which leads them down the path of sickness, physically being sick, physically just drained, like they're just slowly going down. They would smoke to the point where, you know, God forbid they would have lung cancer. They will wish that. They will drink so much that they wish, you know, then have a liver disease or whatever. They will go down the path of affecting their body physically so much so that they know an illness is going to come, a disease is going to come or whatever, and they're going to get sick and that's it. The sickness is going to do it. And a lot of people don't know this and a lot of people don't understand this. And those people, I, I've been one of them. I'm not going to lie, I've been one of them where I've I've been at this point I've been at points in my life where I'm like yeah I just don't want this and I will do something in order for me to get physically sick where I'm just hoping that as something comes along you know my heart gives away or I fucking die of cancer or whatever or I have a brain brain aneurysm and just gone so that way nobody blames me that way Nobody knows what I was going through. Nobody questions. They just think, oh, yeah, it's a natural, you know, it just happened. And that's sad. That is very, very sad. For those of you going out there, for those of you that are into all of that, they will just you're just wishing it to come to you, you're just wishing death to come to you. Seriously, I understand what you're going through and I know it's hard and I know it's 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 excruciatingly painful and you're tired and you're exhausted and you just want it to end. Believe me, that's not the way to go. Believe me, nobody and I know this is gonna be harsh, but I've never spoken lies and I don't sugarcoat anything. That is one thing that I stand by. I will never sugarcoat bullshit or the reality or the truth. But don't do it don't wish death on you do not wish death on you instead look inside inside of yourself and i know it's going to be hard and i know it's going to be it's going to be painful to take a peek inside of yourself and have have that moment of self-reflection and one thing i would say that you if you're in that position one thing that you can really really work and change your mind and your perspective and think and say that yeah I want to live I, I want to live my life I don't want death to take me I don't want to die 
that is the love that you've given other people the kindness that you've given other people the compassion that you have given other people the goodness that you have given other people pull that into yourself i know it's hard because i'm an empath myself and i'm very selfless but there's times in life you have to be selfish you have to take a moment out for yourself and there is nothing wrong with that you are no you are not a bad person for doing that so the the love that you've given the goodness that you've given take it back and pour it within yourself do things for yourself whether it be eating a chocolate bar that makes you happy whether it be watching TV your favorite show it makes you happy whether it be retail therapy that makes you happy whether it be going bowling makes you happy whether it nature walks whatever makes you happy whatever that there's a voice inside you and there's peace and you just say this is what i enjoy this is peaceful i want to do this that right there is telling you live your life don't wish don't wish death upon yourself don't don't be in that that mindset because secondhand suicide is worse than actual suicide suicide is yeah that person's done it they didn't really care they they just did it because they were suffering and they just wanted everything to end they didn't want the attention they didn't want anything they didn't want any help they couldn't they because the pain had consumed them that pain is just inside them and unfortunately that is sad as well i'm not i'm not saying that that's any less that is sad nobody needs to nobody needs to go down that path of ending their life because of the pain that they've seen or the suffering that they've seen that nobody could understand they deserve to be listened to but secondhand suicide is just like a ticking time bomb when it's going to happen when it's going to happen and those people are the people that actually put a mask up and say you know what it is what it is i'm used to this I'm going to move on with my life but back in their mind they're like you know something's going to take me I wish something would take me and those people are the ones that trigger easily and they go down the rabbit hole If you today if you are going through something like that or if you are thinking that I would seriously suggest go to my other episode of self discovery and have a listen to it Don't sit there and don't question or blame yourself. And please, if you can take anything away again, be kind to people. Be careful what you say. Be careful how you behave. You know, you don't know what the next person is going through. You don't know their mindset. You don't know what their life has been or what they've seen. There's a lot of people out there that are very good at putting up a mask and carrying on with, with their life like nothing has happened. On the outside they're perfectly fine. You would see nothing wrong. But on the inside they're breaking. They they're breaking and just waiting for that moment where they completely break. For someone to say one tiny thing and that's it. So don't be that person today. Be careful what you say. Be careful how you behave. Be careful how you act. to other people be kind if anything this world has got too much bitterness too much hatefulness too much anger too much you know too much of the negativity be kind to another person you know we we talk about oh one person can make a change no one person cannot make a change 
what makes the change in this world is being kind because kindness you're being kind to one person trust me that person is going to remember that kindness and it it's a ripple effect if you're kind to one person and you're understanding and you're there and you listen that's going to go they're going to take that away and they're going to end up doing it to someone else and it goes on and on and on that's how you make a change in the world